Welcome back to WrestleZone Radio. It is me, Nick Hosman, the executive editor of WrestleZone.com. And I want to do something special for you guys here. It is my first big pay-per-view as the executive editor covering the site. And what am I known for? I'm known for doing podcasting. I'm known for doing funny commentary about pro wrestling. So I figured I'd deliver the goods here for you guys. Uh, the day before Hell in a Cell, give you a nice preview here, get you excited about the show. I'm excited about the show, so I wanted to get you guys excited about it with me. So here to chat about Hell in a Cell, a uh, seasoned veteran of the the world of professional wrestling. I, I'm just kidding. It's my girlfriend. It's Liz. Liz. Hi. Liz, welcome back to WrestleZone Radio. Thank you for having me. Now, Liz, you are going to be here to talk about Hell in a Cell 2017, the full card. We're going to get people... Uh, excited, hopefully excited about the show. Maybe there's some things here that people are not so excited about, right? What, what wouldn't they be excited about? This card is incredible. I, I actually, I agree. That One of the reasons I wanted to do this right on our Saturday, mm-hmm. right? Because we actually, we've already had a pretty busy Saturday. We went to the Home Depot. We adopted a plant. We got a big plant. We named it Bob because he looks like Sideshow Bob, <laughs> right? Big hair crazy at the top. But we're gonna we're gonna sit here. We're gonna talk some wrestling. Now I've I've got myself a little Bloody Mary. You're just drink you're just drinking straight vodka right now. I mean, neat. I should say vodka neat. I don't know how to play this off and not make myself look like an alcoholic. So whatever. Saturday, <laughs> it's Saturday afternoon. It's Saturday afternoon. It's not a big deal. Who cares? All right. Well, let's talk some wrestling here. Hell in a Cell, 2017. I've got the uh, official WWE.com preview here. Uh, tomorrow's show is going to be coming to us from the Little Caesars Arena in Detroit, Michigan. Mm, delicious. The Little Caesars Arena. Really? I, I I didn't know that that was the arena that was hosting it. <laughs> it is always funny to see, you know, formerly named stadiums or arenas. Do you remember when, when they had names? Well, at least Little, Ce- like Little Caesars, I'm not going to lie. Not my favorite pizza. But their logo, their mascot, that hilarious Greek man. Amazing. With the pike pizza on a pike. Yeah. All you know what? He should be on the show. <laughs> You've got to reach out to Little Caesars and see if they'll uh, they'll give you his contact info. There was a WrestleMania. See, we're going to do a podcast here. <laughs> Not just this one. We're going to do a future podcast called uh, my Girlf- A Girlfriend's Guide to Pro Wrestling, where we go back and we're going to watch different events. I'm going to introduce Liz to points of wrestling history she's never seen. And uh, we're going we're gonna to podcast about them. But we should watch the, uh, I think it's WrestleMania... Seven or eight were there Ooh. at the Coliseum. They they're at, I think they're at Trump, Caesar's Palace in Vegas. But they're all in Greek garb. They all wear robes. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's very. Different. Wait, all of the wrestlers do? Well, some of the wrestlers do. All the commentators. Mean Gene Okerlund does. Jim Ross wears a toga. Oh, okay. We're watching it then. Jim oh, Ro- it was actually, that's happening. This was actually Jim Ross's first WWE event, and they made him wear a toga. And it's like, well, I'm a good old boy from Oklahoma. You no, know like, what? You got to pay on. your dues. Yeah. got to pay your dues. All right. Well, let's get the hell, <laughs> let's get the hell in a cell here. From Detroit, Michigan. Much love to Detroit. Um, the pre-show, or the kickoff show, what's, aver- what's advertised for that is the Fashion Files are going to return. Oh. <gasps> Yay! This may actually happen on the main show, too. I, it may get bumped up, but Tyler Breeze and Fandango are doing the Fashion Files. Mm-hmm. You like them. I love them. They're hilarious. Yeah. They're like uh, Zoolander and what was his rival? Um, Hansel. Uh, Hansel, It's like yes. Hansel and Zoolander mm-hmm. as wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Right? I love it. I love it. They're, they're incredible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're talking about doing a Pulp Fiction. That's the rumor. Is it's going to be like a Pulp Fiction style? Because well, th- who are they? Who are they taking on? Oh, no, no, no. This isn't a wrestling. No, 
No, Liz. This isn't a wrestling match they're getting advertised for. The Fashion Files is a series of vignettes. Well, yeah, yeah, but there's always a target, or there's there's usually a target. Sometimes they come out into the ring and will, like, critique another wrestler's fashion choices. That's sure. happened. Sure, sure. But so who's the who's the target? Who are they going after? We don't know. They're starting a new <gasps> season of The Fashion Ooh. Files. New culprits will be claimed here. Oh, I can't wait. But the whole vignettes this season are going to be done in the style of Pulp Fiction. So we're going to get a lot of them doing Pulp Fiction references acting out Pulp Fiction scenes. We're probably going to get that cat eye dance from Fandango. What about the shot of adrenaline straight to the heart? <laughs> probably that as well. We're going to get we're going to get Pulp Fiction fashion files. I love it. I love it. Also on the kickoff match, we've got Chad Gable and Shelton Benjamin. They're going to be taking on the Hype Bros. Mm-hmm. Big big storyline tease here. Uh, well, there, we, there's two things we talk about, but big, big storyline tease, the Hype Bros. They're not winning. Mojo Riley, yeah. Zack Ryder... They're not winning matches. Mm-hmm. They may break up. Do you think this will lead to their breakup? It could be. I mean, it's the kickoff show. And, you know, you'd like to think that, well, they wouldn't do a big storyline thing on the, the kickoff, right? You'd save it for the main show. But they do really cool stuff on the kickoff show mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. you know? Right. What was it we were at? Um, It was SummerSlam where they did... They, it was on the kickoff show, I think, with the Miz and Miz TV, where but that was where they only let like had let fifty people in at that point into the arena, and so nobody saw it. Oh yes, true. And there was mm-hmm. another one we went wh- when we got no on that same kickoff show. New Day Usos were on that kickoff show, and that was like the best. Oh match. yeah, that was like the best match of the night. <laughs> that was the best match on the whole show. We were like, cool. Now, <laughs> now SummerSlam begins. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. It was weird. So maybe they'll break up here. You know, Mojo Raleigh, his big thing is his he's best friends with Rob Gronkowski, mm-hmm. who Gender Mahal uh, came out on Sports Illustrated. And uh, I this is kind of a little confusing here. Gender Mahal was in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal at this past WrestleMania. Okay. He was eliminated, and then Rob Gronkowski threw a soda in his face mm-hmm. on the outside. You know, really embarrassing him. Was it? Was that supposed to happen? Or wait, no. He wasn't eliminated. He was still in. And then Rob Gronkowski got in the ring later with his buddy Mojo. And then they eliminated Jinder Mahal from okay. the Battle Royal. Okay. That's what it was. So, yes, I would imagine. I would hope that was agreed to beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I, would, I would imagine. So, anyway, Mahal is like, I'm the champ now. It's several months later. But mm-hmm. don't don't think that I haven't forgotten about you, Rob Gronkowski. Right. So I would think Mojo could maybe be spinning off into doing something. And that's every wrestling fan's dream. Right. To Because of Jinder's feud with Rob Gronkowski. Right. Uh, that could propel Mojo up to the level of, of status that well, Jinder is at. Right well, now. It, it sure. in, order, in order for them to be on the <laughs> same platform to sort of set up a match like months down the line. Right. right. And I know wrestling fans out there right now are probably listening to this and they're going... Are you effing insane? They're gonna <laughs> they're gonna go Jinder Mahal, Mojo Raleigh. That's that's the story. But I don't think it's crazy because if they really want to continue it, Rob Gronkowski is probably not gonna be able to have a wrestling match. But that doesn't mean mm-hmm. Mojo Raleigh can't wrestle the match for his friend Rob right. and fill that in. Right. I and can see it. You know what? If wrestling has taught me anything, it's that everything is on the table. Yeah. Vince McMahon fought God. He did. What is more ridiculous than that? Where, you know, it's all possible. Anything's possible. The universe of the WWE is expansive and beautiful and full of possibility. Now, this would mean that we would probably get a bad guy, Zack Ryder. 
You think? Yeah, he would be the one that would turn on Mojo. Mm-hmm. He would be like, I'm tired of this. I'm going to kick you in the balls and go to the back and we'll maybe have a match here. But What, it couldn't be the other way around? Where no, because Mojo would have to be the good guy with Rob Gronkowski, I would think. I would think they're going to keep Mojo a good guy. I would think, I would think that we would get a mm. bad guy, Zack Ryder. Maybe you're right. Maybe Mojo mm. is the bad guy here. You never know. I would think. Uh, but on the other side here, Shelton Benjamin, Chad Gable. I love these pair. Chad Gable is Jason Jordan's former tag team partner. Yep. Yeah. So I think he's better off. I don't really know. Shelton Benjamin, I don't know. It's a good tag team. Mm-hmm. Let's get to the main show here. Randy Orton versus Rusev. <gasps> Happy Rusev Day. God, I loved that. Rusev's like a gym. I love Rusev and Randy Orton both. This match I'm very excited for. I know. This is going to be great. This is going to be really great. And they had such a short match at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Wasn't it like eight seconds or very, something? Very short match. It was like eight seconds long. So that's what like really has fired up Rusev. And it's mm-hmm. given him a reason to want to beat Randy Orton. Right. You know, he happy Rusev day. So many happy Rusev days He's to come. just so... He's so... I don't want to say adorable because that's very condescending to someone where English isn't their first language. But it was so cute where he just kept referring to Rusev Day as Happy Rusev Day. Yeah, there will be many Happy Rusev Days. <laughs> yes. Like, what? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I loved it. I love him, and and how can you not root for that? No, you and, know? and I love that Randy Orton is just like at his point in his career now, where he's just like, hey, I am just a badass that will just fight you. I'm a big, yeah. scary guy. Yeah. There's not a whole lot of pageantry to it, right? Randy Orton just comes out in his hoodie and he's like, I'll beat the shit out of you. Right? Pageantry? Are you kidding me? That that pose that he does <laughs> up on the ropes? I guess in comparison. Come on. I guess in comparison to the pageantry of like, or we could get to Bobby Roode here. It's not as much. Randy yeah. Orton's a pretty strict He's not. Out. Randy Orton's not a peacock. He's a dude. He's, he's a, a viper. He's a, dude. he's a viper. He's a viper. He's the viper. So uh, we should probably pick some winners here. Randy Orton, Rusev. Who do you think comes out here? This is going to be a close one. Mm, I'm I'm actually leaning towards Randy Orton. You think Orton gets? The I win. think I think Orton's going to win. Um, if only because they took so much time to build up Rusev over the last couple of, of episodes. That whole celebration, the mayor of his hometown. Who was probably not the real mayor. I don't know. I don't know. When What's-His-Face was singing the the anthem, who do I dislike? Aiden English. Aiden your English. Ba- your best buddy, yeah. I dislike Aiden English. It's only because you have a master's in music. Okay, you can't you can't be the Mozart of melody. Mozart was already the Mozart of melody. I'm sorry, you're wrong. He's the Beethoven of of the piano. <laughs> the Beethoven of words. Uh, okay. So they th- but they took so much time to to build up Rusev. Like watching watching him fall will be very entertaining. Not and people are going to want to to root for Rusev. I hope Rusev wins here and then Randy Orton gets all hot and then they get to wrestle again and you know this is a, the thing about Randy Orton and the, and Rusev, I just really like watching them fight, mm-hmm. right? I like to watch them fight. I right. hope I hope one gets one over on the other and this builds to some kind of Thank some kind of blow off. I'm tired of watching him beat Aiden English. Can oh. I can I say that I'm I'm ready for him to face Rusev. Rusev. Yeah, totally. And you know Rusev I, I, and if they're not going to continue on here, if you ha- if you want to have one of these guys looking strong for better competition, Randy Orton is going to be Randy Orton win or lose. Right. Rusev needs a win here. Yeah. I think Rusev needs to win this one. I hope he wins. It. I hope he does. 
Uh, Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. Now, who do you who do you like more? I love Bobby Roode. Yeah. I, what do you think of Dolph doing this whole like having a midlife crisis? And I love this storyline. I think it's it's a very accurate reflection of men of a certain age. Men of a certain age. He's like what thirty eight. <laughs> um, I will say that I was fooled until you said something when he came out as Undertaker. Oh sure, it was you so remember accurate. that? It I was, was like, so oh my, is that what is the Undertaker doing right now? I thought it was Undertaker. And then you ruined it. You spoiled it. Well, he was tinier than Undertaker. That's what I gave know. it away is it wasn't the same size as Undertaker. Um I think I think everybody's ready to see Dolph Ziggler get beat down. Oh, uh well <sighs> and and is this was Bobby Roode at SummerSlam? No, Bobby Roode was at. Uh, no, I don't know the Bobby Roode. Is this going to be his first? Wasn't he at take? Wasn't he at the takeover the night before SummerSlam? No, he's been on the main roster for a little while now. He's he just very recently, but uh, who did he face? Maybe he did. Maybe you're right. Bobby hasn't. I don't know. They've kept him well protected. He needs. To, he needs a big win. But the thing when you say everybody wants to see Dolph Ziggler gets his ass kicked. You're right. Yeah, that's but Dolph loses a lot. Like that's why he's like kind of having this midlife crisis. Is like he's so good, his matches are so good, but he doesn't really get to that world title. He doesn't win all the time, right? And Bobby Roode is the one they are trying to build up here. Mm-hmm. It's funny that they've made him like this good guy because like Bobby Roode in NXT was like was a, not was a bad guy. Yeah, you know. But here he is going up against Dolph, and this is the role Dolph Ziggler played with Shinsuke Nakamura. Where Nakamura came in from NXT mm-hmm. and he feuded with Dolph and then he beat Dolph and now he's in the main event picture, you know? I, I think that's what they're doing with Bobby Roode. But I have Dolph lose more. I want him to go deeper into a depression. <laughs> I want him to like, Let's see let's see how far we can beat this poor guy down. Black eyeliner. Wait, oh, ooh, what if what if he goes triple H and shaves his beautiful hair? Or even worse, dyes it black. What if he starts wearing <laughs> uh tissue boxes on his feet and covering himself in oil? Oh, you're trying to go the uh the aviator route <laughs> of this. Hughes. I was going straight goth depression. You were going what's his face? Maybe it could be Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes, yeah. yeah. Just to, I want to I want to see him go cr- I want to see him go nuts, right? And then maybe like one day he just like Nancy Kerrigan, somebody. He's like, you know, just like walks by, pipe to the leg, just like, bam, who's the winner now? You're out seven months. And they're like, you're under arrest. Well, think about what Dolph Ziggler has been doing in terms of promos. It's all been like, and I'm so tired of this, him coming out, emulating other wrestlers. Sure. Right? Doing their entrances. And Who's got a more fantastic entrance than Bobby Roode? I mean, a couple people, but that's all the thing. His, whole is, thing. his is his is amazing, and that's the thing is Dolph's like, I don't need a, a flashy entrance. Right. I'm a great wrestler. Right, my matches are very good. Right, so while the entire arena boos him while he says this, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say Dolph Ziggler loses it, cheats, and gets himself disqualified in this match. I think he'll, I think he'll do like a lead pipe thing, right? I think he'll get frustrated that he can't beat Bobby Roode, mm-hmm. and he'll go on the outside and you'll get a chair, and he'll just be like f this i'm gonna beat you up right now right and the ref's like dude you lose (laughs) i think yeah like frustrated he can't get the win so he cheats it's not it's not whether or not bobby Roode will win it's that dolph will lose it's how dolph's gonna lose (laughs) (laughs) will it be a self-inflicted loss (laughs) will it will be what we'll find out let's move on to united states championship aj styles defending against baron corbin 
This is going to be a great match too. You think it'd be a great match? I think I think this is going to be really interesting. I think this is the match that uh, one of two matches on this card people would point to as maybe uh, will not be a great match. Uh, Baron Corbin, I don't know. Is he going to be able to hang with AJ Styles? AJ's a flyer. AJ's got some moves, you know? AJ's getting up there in years. What? <laughs> For in wrestling years. That man can move far better than anyone of my friends at my age or younger. Well, that, yes, that, that because is, he does it professionally and he's you don't. 40. He's 40. You know, that's not an old man. Like Mickey James are like, oh, you're old. And like. What is she, like 34? She's 38. She's 38. Yeah. It's not. I'm just. Oldie, you're old manning AJ Styles right now. I'm I'm upset because I finally figured out why I don't inherently like AJ Styles. And it's because his hair is so beautiful and swooshy, yeah. you know, that it tricks you into thinking that he is attractive. It tricks you. Yes. You think it is it, a lie. It's the hair and the blue eyes and the rest of it. I think he's a fantastic wrestler. I really respect what he does, but it's tricky. And and Baron Corbin is the exact opposite. They've styled him in such a way where they're trying to to make you think that he is unattractive. But look at that face. That is a classically handsome man. You're saying Baron Corbin classically handsome yes. man. Yes. Yes. But he's got like the double like baldering like the, yeah. the peaks. Yeah. He's oh. He's got twin peaks. Yeah. They do that on purpose, I'm sure. You think they're purposely making him more bald to like ugly Not him? Not make him more bald, but play up the hair I, I dislike his hair the only person that has worse hair is neville so you're you're upset because you think baron corbin is a more classically handsome man than aj styles and really the wrestling portion of this match irrelevant to you like a match will happen but it will be more of a match between men of a beauty it's a beauty standards match i mean yeah it's fine just trying to get on your level whatever. here they're oh it's good. The workhorse title, U.S. Championship. <laughs> and and I feel like I haven't seen much, I don't want to say personality, but but something really stand out with Baron Corbin. I hope Baron Corbin beats AJ Styles. Yeah. I hope he beats him like a government mule. I hope he beats the piss out of him until he bleeds out his toes. I think this might be his platform to do something that really, really yeah. strikes well, a chord. And, and that's the thing. It's like wrestling fans love AJ Styles, right? World travel. I know. Earned his stripes, right? Mm -hmm. Baron Corbin, giving it all on a silver platter. Used to play in the NFL. Can't do a plancha. Whatever. Mm -hmm. I hope he beats the tar out of AJ Styles, right? I hope he gets so much heat. I hope he grabs the belt. I hope he drags it up the aisle, right? Kicking right. it along the way. I hope he's a total dick about it, and I want him to win. Ooh, and make him make him like an actual real heel. Yeah. Like, make him a dick. Yeah, totally. Well. That does seem to be the way that he wants to be portrayed a little bit. Yes, he would like people to think he is a total dick. So, so... Maybe they're just giving him what he wants. I hope so. He's a good dick. He's <laughs> he's that guy. He reminds me of Ruff. I have a, a Ruff Crossing good friend here in Chicago. He's, he's Ruff Crossing's evil twin. He does look a little like <laughs> Ruff, doesn't he? Right? Like him and Ruff are just like big fucking corn fed. I'm oh, sorry. I curse there. Big corn fed, uh, you know, country boys. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I just... That's I know why that, I'm I saying I think I, this match is going to be great. But that's the thing. It's rough, though. Rough at the bar. Like, he'll get all, like, straight-faced, and you'll be taking shots, and you're like, I wouldn't mess with that guy. But when you get in there, he's, like, 
just the nicest sweetheart making oh, yeah. dumb, making like, dumb jokes. Oh, yeah. Want to see pictures of my new baby? Oh, yeah, he's, he's so sweet. Anyway, Baron Corbin. I hope Baron Corbin beats, beats AJ Styles. I do, too. Yeah. I do, too. Let's get to a match. It'll be fun. So, Hell in a Cell. Have you ever watched a Hell in a Cell live? So I do don't know, know that I've ever watched a Hell in a Cell. You might have showed me clips before. I have. We watched, we've watched some clips here recently. Um, I, for those of you that uh, are familiar, I showed Liz the WCW Uncensored 1996 Triple cage, uh, quadruple cage, apartment complex, Are cage you wedge. Kidding me? What was that? We watched all of it. All it's yes. Like a, it was like a forty-minute match. It took place in two different rings, and I didn't know exactly where we were or what was happening. Nobody did, Liz. Everyone was on drugs. All, all respect to like Eric. Eric and, produced and that. And <laughs> Eric produced that event. And WCW, but what? Mm-hmm. What? I want to review that show. But here's the thing is Eric won't do that <laughs> stuff. Eric won't like go back and watch a show and then it's like, all right, let's review it. He's like, this was all trash. I get it. I'm sorry. I blame Kevin Sullivan, the booker at the time. I mean. Past the heat. Yeah, but you got, you had Macho Man and you had Hulk. 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 Yeah. Badly, basically everyone else. Oh, making incredible entrances and then walking into what looked like chain link fences sort of. Lincoln log together yeah. to make like a two story. It looked like a three story a, apartment complex. It did. It looked like a three flat building, but like the walls were made of chain link fence. Right? Yeah, because there were rooms built. In. There was like, oh, that could be the, where the bathroom is. Yeah, there were rooms. There were doors. Doors. In there. Yeah, totally. Where stairs would maybe be. There were stairs actually. <laughs> yes, yeah. I because I think the point of the match was to get out. Yeah. Of that giant. Cage. Well, th- th- that. I think was the intended plan, but Macho Man forgot and he left the cage early. And I then, love they had, it. then they had That's right. In like the middle of the match. I don't even think they had gotten down to the second level no. yet. And then they were and then everyone was like, Oh, match is over, and then they're like, No, wait, it appears that Macho and Hulk are re-entering the cage to finish the match. I love live theater. Can I say that? Yes. All right. Well, this is not four K this is not four cages. This is Hell in a Cell. So Hell in a Cell is like a traditional cage match just goes around the edge of the ring, right? This mm-hmm. goes all the way past the ring onto the ground, right? So the outer area is also enclosed in this cage. Mm-hmm. There's also a top on the cage. It's 20 feet tall. Shane McMahon jumped off of it at WrestleMania, missing The Undertaker. Scary structure. Mick Foley nearly died in this cage. The cell. Oh, wait. This is where mankind jumped 18 feet. 18 feet. Got thrown off the side, and then he climbed to the top. And remember how you were real worried in the WCW match, how the floor was really... Oh, man, that made me so nervous the whole time. So Mick and Undertaker on top of the cage, and Undertaker went to chokeslam Mick, and the cage broke, and Mick fell uh, like 12 feet uh, through the cage and fell on his back. And the worst part wasn't the fall. It was that Undertaker was chokeslamming him onto a chair on top of the cage, and the chair followed Mick and no! landed on his no, face, no, 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 knocked no. his teeth out of his mouth in up, and then they shot out his nose. So w- there's an infamous. Are fo- you kidding me? There's an infamous photo of Mick with his his tooth hanging out of his nose, right, all bloody mouth, smiling because he's a psychopath. <sighs> and Undertaker's like up on the roof, like looking down, like I, did I just kill Mick Foley? Everyone in the back runs to the ring to make sure Mick's dead. Mick's like, get the F away from me. And he goes and he picks up a big bag of thumbtacks. He's like Marcus Crane, you know, yeah. 90, 97. And he dumps all these thumbtacks out and he has Undertaker chokeslam him onto the thumbtacks. Oh, my God. In the match. So that's the standard for crazy in a hell of a Man, cell Man, and I was impressed with Cesaro. 
Yeah. And well, the fact that he was he was not only smiling, he was like showing off. Yes, he was very his, proud. His mouth the entire through the whole rest of the match. He was so proud of what that. What a crazy man. I love it. So entering the so this is very di- this is a little different. We've n- it's not like we've never had a tag team Hell in a Cell match, but the New Day and the Usos, these teams have insane chemistry. I can't wait. I they, cannot wait. They are like I've never seen chemistry like this between two tag teams. They just get it. Mm-hmm. They get it. They're perfect foils. They're both cool. Mm-hmm. You can tell the Usos are the bad guys. Yeah. And the New Day are the good guys. Right. It's clearly defined. But they're both just cool. I'm I'm really excited for this match. Oh, it's going to be great. Really excited for this match. Um, thank you for briefing me on the rules and how three people are allowed on a tag team. Right. That only was confusing for me for a little only bit. Only two of them will be in this match. Okay. Right. Yeah, the Freebird rule is what she's describing. Right. Yeah. Uh, so the New Day here. There's a report that they want the New Day to break the all-time tag team record, which is 10 times. The Dudleys held the belt 10 times. New and Day, how many do they have? Five. So the, they've already had, they've already kind of gone back and forth with the Usos, I think, twice here. I think they'll lose the titles here to the Usos because realistically, you know how I said earlier, like Randy Orton and Rusev, I could watch them fight for form. I could right. watch the New Day and the Usos. Exactly. Pass the tag title belts back for however long. Go all the way to WrestleMania. One team has to disband you know, it kind of match to blow it mm-hmm. all off because they are just, they're mortal enemies. They're, and, and they're incredible wrestlers. Oh, so and the good. difference, the difference between um, their chemistry and the chemistry between Randy Orton and Rusev is that there's a slight power dynamic. I feel like Randy Orton is, is on a, maybe a higher level. No, you're right about than that. Than Rusev, it, but, but right. with the New Day and the Uzos, they're, Right there. They're yeah. in the same league, right? So there's there's no need for some sort of gimmicky storyline to be started. No need for any sort of um, confrontation, any uh, forced drama. They're just incredible wrestlers. Yeah. And... and uh, yeah. So my preference yeah. my preference here would be for to have the Usos win and, and take the belts back. Did you know that mm-hmm. Roman Reigns and the Usos are they're related, right? The Usos are Are Ro- they? Yeah, the Usos are Roman Reigns' cousins. Oh, I did not know that. Wouldn't it be cool to see them together and like Roman Reigns dress and act like a Uso? Well, there's a thought. Right? I three know. against three against three though? Yeah, but and and this is on SmackDown, Roman's on Raw, probably wouldn't happen. But I, I like to fantasize about Roman Reigns and the Usos being friends and Roman trying to be cool. <laughs> Flat brim hat, right? <laughs> like What's up, fellow children? That like po- coming that, in. That po- <laughs> that postal worker from the commercials is always front row at Raw, like checking him out. Oh, there you go. Okay, so Roman doesn't have to join the Uzos. His daughter. Yeah, I like how you keep calling them Uzos. What? U- Uso. Usos. You call them Uzo, though, which is like that lemon wine or whatever from Greece. Oh. No, that licorice, whatever, booze from Greece. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you Thank saying? Thank you for making fun of me. No, I was saying that uh, um, Roman Reigns' daughter from that tip me over and pour me <laughs> out the commercial. The commercial. Yeah. Should be on the Usos. I think that would be adorable. Oh, oh my gosh. Sure. <gasps> oh, I would die. What well, a cute little match. If everybody was just pretending that she was like choke slamming them and like clotheslining them. Oh, that would be so cute. See, here's what I think. I think that, you know, night right now that the shield and is facing off against the Miz and the bar, right? Yeah. yeah. I think that Ro- I think that Miz should totally captain hook Roman Reigns' daughter and make her like part of his <laughs> Miz tourage. 
And she's like, no, I want to walk the red carpet. You're you're always sweating and hanging out with like your weird dude friends and like Miz and Maurice are cool. They take me to Hollywood parties. I get to be I get to wear cool clothes. <laughs> that's yeah, that that's a solid idea. That's what I want. And for those of you that don't know what I mean by Captain you're advocating, Hunting, you're Captain advocating for uh, child kidnapping. Yeah, it's not the first time it's ever happened in wrestling. <laughs> Go back and watch the Eddie Guerrero Rey Mysterio feud from SmackDown 2003. I think it was. Oh, so this this had been an actual storyline in the past. Oh, children have been kidnapped in wrestling. Absolutely, they actually Dom- Dominic was uh, Ray's legitimate child, and uh, it was Ray and was it Ray and Chavo or Ray and Ed? I think it was Ray and Eddie. And Eddie like got one. They had a ladder match for the custody papers for Ray Mysterio's child. Yeah. Why That's am I ha- still surprised by anything? That was like ever. the most that was like the highest rated ru- SmackDown, one of the highest rated ever was that one. And it was all the Latino market. They were making like an active push to just like only push Latin stars on SmackDown for a while, and it was like wildly successful. I don't know why they don't do it anymore. It was like Ray Mysterio, Eddie Guerrero, Shavo, mm-hmm. they were all on top. It was it was a great time. That was a really good show. I not to get, you know, too social justice y right now, but I do have one criticism of the New Day and the Usos is that it does feel a little bit like the, <laughs> the Usos do. They feel like like a very stereotypical pair members. of gang members. Well, yeah. here, here's the thing. At least they're not called crime time and are actually like good guys that are, are black and like rob things off of trucks, which was an actual tag team. No, it wasn't. It was called crime time. No, it wasn't. But the eyes were wise. So it was C-R-Y. No, it wasn't. Time. They were misspelled. It was JTG and Shad Gaspard. And they go. Brooklyn, Brooklyn, and then they'd always be like cutting promos. They'd be taking, they'd be like robbing stuff. They were like lovable thieves. I mean, but countering my my point of them, I shouldn't equivocate. I shouldn't equivocate. No, no, no. And and it's not. It's not. It's. I do appreciate that. You know, these wrestlers don't take themselves too seriously you should be a little bit i mean it's your personality times 10 right and right. so when you jack it up to 10 if you're a little bit of a redneck now you're a redneck <laughs> right like if you're a little bit of a communist liz is a communist right <laughs> like there is no middle ground liz is the character from glow she is allison Bree. i wish glow. Oh, i wish she is a communist uh you know i am a i am jack johnson when that is turned up to 10 i am just sitting on a beach Getting high and eating out of puka shells or something like that. Eating out of puka shells. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thank but you. yeah, I think I think this is going to be a really, really great match okay. between the Usos, the Usos and the New Uday. Day. Uh, we got three matches left here. Let's get to the women's match. Women's <gasps> champion Natalia defending against Charlotte Flair. Two legacies, the Hearts versus the Flares. Mm-hmm. Who's your pick? This is a hard one. I This is... This... One I I don't know that I can pick. I got. I'm gonna pick Natalia right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Charlotte. Okay, why do you pick Charlotte? Actually, that's a lie. I totally pick Charlotte uh, because of her dad, because you, of Ric Flair. Yeah, I agree. And that's the thing is like having. If Char- it's if it is a sorry, I keep interrupting you, but if Fine. it if it is this sort of institution of wrestling families match, you know, the hearts and the flares butting heads coming together. You can't have the flares lose when 
Ric Flair just made this incredible recovery. See, and that is the logic I'm using why Natalia should win. And that is McMahon. My, my logic is McMahon logic. That's you're, very fair. You're thinking like a compassionate person. Like, wow, you know what would be a great story? Charlotte gets the belt because her dad's sick. And Vince is like, you know what's an even better story that would make you want to tune in on Raw? <laughs> if Natty beats her and then like takes the belt and then does the Ric Flair strut and is like, Woo! And then fakes a heart attack and then like passes out in the ring, right? And rolls over. Oh my god. Right. But yes, you're you're absolutely right. And then Charlotte's even more pissed. Well, that she was our after Natty even more. That was our discussion when we were in Nitt- San Jose. Yeah. For Backlash. what is it? Backlash. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is Bailey's hometown. Which mm-hmm. I'm from the Bay Area, and Bailey is my favorite. And she lost, right? And she lost. She lost and Sasha you then. totally called it. I you did. said, you know what? They lose in their hometowns. They do. It's because it's more painful. And that's the thing. Is Charlotte is right now like a beloved figure because of her dad, and that's why Natalia will probably beat her with the figure four leg lock while wooing, and uh, then walk off in a Ric Flair robe. You were. Maybe not the robe, but I could absolutely see that finish. She happening. should come out in a flare robe. I would love it. Just really rub it in, right? And be like, you want to know why War Games and Starcade are going to be better this time around? Right. Because Ric Flair is not involved. And you know what? Charlotte is a really great heel. She is really fun to hate. Well, but Charlotte's the good guy here. She's beloved. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, she's beloved. It's exactly, but it is very temporal. It's momentary. Temporal. Uh, all right, let's talk about a match that's got people temperamental. <gasps> WWE Championship match, Jinder Mahal versus Shinsuke Nakamura. This is, by the way, not the main event, at least as far as WWE is listed. They're not considering this to be the main event. We'll get to the main event here in just a mm-hmm. second. But Jinder Mahal, the WWE champion, Shinsuke Nakamura. You, like, are excited about this Oh, match. yeah. These are two of my favorite wrestlers in the league, period. B- period. Just straight up. These are two of your favorites. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. And why do you and see? Because like that's the thing is we talked about AJ Baron Corbin. I would earlier, and I would say that's one of the matches. I think people will be like, I don't know if it'll deliver. This is the other one. Like Shinsuke Nakamura, no doubt, great wrestler. I actually don't hate on gender that much. I I'm with you, but this isn't gonna be you know a high flying bout. There's not gonna be probably any crazy spots here. This is gonna be a wrestling match between two wrestlers. Exactly. Right, and that's and, what you're like excited about. Well, are people? Maybe not so hyped on it because there's not a lot of like build up. Jinder's been dissing Nakamura for the for a while now. He did it. He made fun of his accent. Yeah, there's been some not okay things that have been said. Yeah, well, you know, he's a bad guy. He's going out there trying to get heat. He's from Asia, right? Like I'm allowed. Right. I'm allowed to make fun of the Irish. Right? It, different, different. We're not going to get into this Bunch right of now. Potato eaters. Okay, hey now. <laughs> sorry. Um, sorry to my I who you very sorry to everybody out hey there. Now. I hope you catch a rainbow. Hey sorry. Now. That's that didn't make it better. That didn't make it better. That did not make it better. Um, um okay, anyway. Uh Shinsuke Jinder. I, I Shinsuke Nakamura was such a big deal in Japan. He was like Elvis in Japan. Now mm-hmm. he's over here at Vince McMahon's WWE, and I feel like this is exactly what people worried would happen. Vince doesn't know how to handle an Asian wrestler. He doesn't get it. They don't speak English, right? How yes, do you, he does. Not fluently, right? He, I'm sure. He, he can't d- go out there and cut a John Cena promo and ink a Toys R Us deal. Well, he might have an accent, but I'm sure his grasp of the English language is just fine. But the inflection is lost, right? You can't get into detail. You can't relate to the American wrestling oh. fan, right? And so then they mm-hmm. just start to become 
stereotyped a little bit. They don't. They can't wrestle like the strong style Japanese wrestlers wrestle. Now he's wrestling the John Cena American style. It's not as hard hitting, you know. See, I I look at Shinsuke and see something totally that breaks the mold. Like you you watch him walk and i i know there's all these references to elvis and stuff but he does he comes off like a drunk elvis a little bit when he moves he is drunk elvis i don't i don't know how to characterize it other than that and then out of nowhere out of these drunken i don't want to say because he doesn't flail when he walks it's just sort of you know He's he's a drunk pirate a little bit. He's a little drunk while he, pirate while he walks. It's a little Jack Sparrow, and then out of nowhere, you get these perfectly executed moves that totally take you by surprise, and and you never know what he's going to do next. And that's what I love about Shinsuke. Yeah, very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, he's just a very dynamic, but, but yeah. polished at the same time. Yeah, there is. It's a calculated chaos. Yeah, yeah. He knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. Agreed. Uh, who do you got? Gender or Shinsuke? Probably Shinsuke. I'm gonna go gender. I don't think that. Do you I think gender? I don't think. I don't think WWE is fully vested in Shinsuke like they are gender. I think gender is a huge success for them because think about it. Gender was like a nobody at WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm. They gave him a little bit of a push. Huge success, right? Small investment, big reward, right? They had to spend right. a lot of money to bring Shinsuke to America. I don't know if they know that they think they're getting the same kind of return they are in Shinsuke as they are gender. Mm-hmm. Gender's arguably now like the hero of a billion people, right? Like right. In, in India. And and at the same time, the villain of everyone in, a, in the Western world, Wait, well, essentially. And it's weird because now we're talking about like the, the geopolitical like war that Vince McMahon has waged <laughs> where it's like wrestlers represent countries. So like it is OK for certain guys to feud and others not. That's a much deeper deeper conversation we can have and that's fair the difference is shinsuke's never come out and made a huge stand saying saying verbatim japan is better than america no he's just a human being right i'm very happy to be i'm a a wrestler this is my gimmick like this is my shtick jinder on the other hand his shtick is sort of anti-america and he's from canada yeah he's not even from india he's from canada no don't think that's been lost on me he's from canada the reason the reason that i think shinsuke oh no i wonder i think okay i've got it the reason that i think shinsuke will win is because he is supremely talented and because they haven't put a whole lot of maybe a whole lot of money behind him or you know made a number of of strategic pushes to his favor um and yet he's continuously or continually wrestled at such a a high level and won a number of titles and, and just just been awesome yeah you know um i think i think He's going to win because Jinder has been putting so much stock into this feud between them that sort of came out of nowhere, mm-hmm. at least for me. Yeah. Um, and, and, and that's the thing is it did. There wasn't a whole lot of hype here. And if you're going to have somebody beat Jinder after he's been on this huge tear, you'd right. think you'd want a better story going into it. And I'm a big fan 
of Jinder Mahal. Yeah. So my my criticism is that it does make him seem I don't know one dimensional by only having him come out and be like I am Indian <laughs> and everything else is terrible specifically America. You really don't think like Vince McMahon. Vince is like that's enough. <laughs> Just say that over and over again. Just to have to have people boo him and start chanting USA. There are some uncomfortable moments, but he's <laughs> any right. Right. any attention is good attention in yeah. the WWE. I mean, to boil it down to a very like right. succinct point, I think I think conversely, Shinsuke needs a title win to to continue staying relevant. Yeah, and uh, that's that's harsh. And also. His entrance is amazing, and props to his violinist. Amazing, <laughs> that was so cool. That that I lied. That was the best part of SummerSlam. All right, uh, I've got I've got gender. You're gonna take Shinsuke. Right? I am taking Shinsuke. I actually realized I, I'm picking all heels. You're I'm picking. You're fifty fifty. We agreed on the the tag in the U.S. title matches, but uh, anyway, in the title matches. Mm-hmm. Main event here. Who do you think I'm going to pick for the main event? Main Nick? event. We have a Hell in a Cell's Falls Count Anywhere match, which I guess means that. If these men get out of the cell, they can still get they can pin somebody in the merchandise area, right? They don't have to end the match inside of Hell in a Cell, right? They can pin it. They can pin somebody anywhere in the building, right? Yeah. I like how that made you laugh. Like very real possibility. Shane McMahon. Well, no, because of what happened the other night. Right, because they fought in merchandise. Yeah. Yeah. Shane McMahon taking on Kevin Owens. Hell in a Cell falls count anywhere match. So, um. Liz, I'll give you the floor about your thoughts on Shane McMahon and this battle with Kevin Owens. I like Kevin Owens. I know you do. I I like Kevin Owens. I think we're seeing a really interesting side to him right now. Yes. Um, since his feud with, oh, what's his face? Spangly Pants. Spangly Pants? Chris Jericho? Thank you. Thank you, Chris Jericho. Sparkle Crotch, please. <laughs> Uh, since his feud with Chris Jericho, marking that real heel turn, right? We've seen a different side of him, and this is just giving us this multifaceted, stewing evil in him, you know. And and I love seeing the desperation and the the almost bottoming out that's in him. He's he's. He's got nothing to lose right yeah, now. I, so so I love that. I also really, really dislike Shane McMahon. He's sort of everything I dislike about <laughs> men put into one person. And I just so I can't. I If he wins, I, I just so he's so come on. Here comes the money. Are you even kidding me? Are you kidding me? Like, just tell everyone you're insecure about the size of your penis. That's like, just say it. Means. That's not what that song means. Oh, my God. It's what his little, like, skip thing that he does means I when do he comes this. out. I, I'm a big Shane McMahon fan. I, I, I hate. I, no, hate is a strong word, but I, I don't like Shane McMahon. Wow. Okay. Um, I don't want Shane to win this match. I think it would make no sense. Kevin Owens needs to win this match. Right. Shane Mc- it's like the it's the Randy Orton Rusev argument here, right? Like Randy Orton does need to beat Rusev. Rusev needs to beat Randy Orton. Right? Shane McMahon's going nowhere. Yeah, Shane McMahon will always be a McMahon. He will be Shane McMahon. He will always be known for being jumping off things. Should not beat Kevin Owens, right? No. And no. and part of me thinks that 
Shane McMahon will beat Kevin Owens because Vince McMahon thinks that, from what I'm told, from reports, Vince thinks Shane is a huge draw, right? And so he lost to Undertaker at WrestleMania, uh, and then he lost to AJ Styles at WrestleMania. Maybe he needs to pick up a win to keep some momentum going to keep him strong for another potential matchup because Kevin Owens doesn't. But we'll see. I would like Kevin Owens to win. Question. My, my, my personal opinion. Here's a question. Yes. So Vince getting headbutted in the ring, mm-hmm. drawn blood, mm-hmm. that was Kevin Owens. Yes, Kevin Owens did that. Right? Yeah. He, I mean, it wasn't a match, but he lost. If it was, he would have lost. So I think Vince McMahon knows the value of a strategic loss. I'm not saying that your points aren't valid, but... But if Shane loses all the time, after a while, you're just like, oh, cool, a Shane match... This other guy's gonna beat him. Like, but he, doesn't he only wrestle like twice a year? Yeah, but you, that's what the thing is. You gotta have him win every so often to make those matches still feel important, right? He only has, I think, his contract. No, is like two matches a year. No, Shane McMahon has the kind of ego where he will make people feel like he is important. I think Shane's gonna beat Kevin Owens, but I want Kevin Owens to win. I will set everything on fire if Shane McMahon wins. Well, that's a poster, everybody. I will set everything <laughs> on fire if Kevin, if Shane McMahon wins. It's not. No, he is. He is the embodiment He's of entitlement. Be, I will bet he beats Kevin Owens. He is. I oh, I will be so mad. Kevin Owens no. insulted his kids. He laid out Vince. Oh, like, whatever. This is gonna be the big McMahon coup d'état. They're gonna take the take the win here. No, I think I think if if Kevin Owens, ooh. Do you think this couldn't be a part of a, a bigger storyline? I, I mean, hope so. Because we were, we were there. Where was it when Kevin Owens insulted Look, I could Shane w- McMahon's children? Yeah, it was at it was at Smack. Oh uh, no, we weren't there. It wasn't SummerSlam. No, we were there. When, it, when he insulted, when he beat his well, Shane was the referee at SummerSlam for Kevin Owens yes. versus AJ Styles. Oh, that's right. Yeah, right. Where. Uh, but Shane McMahon's kids were in the front, in the front row. row. They were all wearing the ref jerseys. Yeah. And he leans over and he says something like, your dad can't count. Yeah. Which was amazing. Right. Um, and probably true. Sure. Um, because Shane's a dummy, right? I dislike him. <laughs> yeah, they um, I don't know if that was supposed to happen or not, but that, that could have been um, uh, the seed that was planted for a very big storyline. I could totally see... Shane or not Shane Kevin um after his promo saying I'm gonna start this whole new league I'm gonna take it in a new direction you know assuming uh this this title that comes with a whole bunch of power coming up against the the McMahon name right and that's right right and that's huge that would be really cool you know who you know who else had that uh storyline and became very very famous because of that storyline stone cold steve austin it was stone cold versus vince mcmahon that was the attitude era that was the storyline that helped them beat eric bischoff at wcw because stone cold steve austin blue collar america Mm -hmm. he kept getting one over on the boss right and everybody likes to watch the boss get his shit tossed, right? <laughs> they like to watch Stone Cold Steve Austin hit him with a beer, slam him with the stunner, drink the beer, and and Love get out it. of town, right? That's what they want. They don't. They right. want to see Kevin Owens. 
But that's the, the flip side here, right? It's Shane Kevin Owens is, is a, a heel. bad guy. It, I know. I, I think it's a little weird, and that's why I think Shane's going to beat him. Do you I think, think Vince thinks Shane's more important than Kevin? Can we can we go a little conspiracy theory here for a second? Please. Yes. Um. If, all right, Vince is trying to bill uh, Shane as very important or as as making a comeback, this could not a comeback necessarily. I mean. I just dislike him so much. So if if he's trying to if he's trying to make this push with Shane, Shane is for all intents and purposes his surrogate, you know, his right. his more able-bodied surrogate. He's his muscle. Um I I think with Kevin Owens being a heel and a well-established heel at this point, uh and a really great great heel i love kevin owens as a heel sure um the mcmahon name given certain associations right now You're given that Linda, it's with, right with trump being okay. in the in the cabinet i think uh it would be of personal interest to them to just have an association with positivity if the you m- could a mcmahon win a mcmahon not just win but a mcmahon face yeah all right. Uh, all right. Uh, I I think Shane's gonna win. You, no I, way. I think I think I think that. Okay. Obviously, you you don't want Shane. You don't want to believe Shane's gonna win. You don't think Shane's gonna win. I don't want to believe Shane exists. <laughs> like okay. he's just the amalgamation of everything terrible. Okay. Wow. Uh, thank you all so much uh, for tuning in to our Hell in a Cell preview here with me and Liz. Uh, Liz is leaving to go out of town for an audition tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, also, by the way, uh, everybody's okay. been pouring in with well wishes for you. On Eric's show, I announced, of course, you're going to be on Fox's Empire. Thank you. You're going to be Samantha, Felicia Rashad's. Okay, here's the thing. I will be, the name of my character is Diana's assistant. Okay. Diana is Felicia Rashad's character. Right. During one of our breaks, we were speaking, and she asked if my character had a name. I said no, and then she gave my character a name. Oh, wow. She told me that, oh, she said, okay, you're going to be Samantha. And I think that was for her, like, character or whatever, but it it, it had nothing to do with, like, the production side of things. So, Mm. um, but she's a consummate professional. Everyone was amazing. Well, Liz is very busy, so she's leaving. She's going to New York tomorrow night, and I will be here in Chicago. I'm throwing a no mercy party with some friends. Uh, Ross will be with me. Kevin Kellum will be with me. A couple others. I think what we're going to do for the post show tomorrow is I still have the ability to open up and go live with some phone lines. So I'm, I'm toying with the idea of putting out a press release tomorrow. We might do a post hell in a shell post hell in a cell live call-in show hell in a shell <gasps> what a turtle parody immediately someone needs to make this happen oh yeah <gasps> that's adorable we should have made we should make that a shirt so in the wrestle thank you guys so much uh, for tuning in i am at wz rebel go over to itunes subscribe like comment uh, wrestle zone radio thank you for tuning in and uh be sure to go to wrestle zone all weekend use the hashtag W-Z-H-I-A-C. That's Hell in a Cell. Hashtag W-Z-H-I-A-C. Our good friend Lavelle Porter, who handles all of the live coverage. If you use that tweet and he likes that tweet, he's going to embed your comment right into the post on WrestleZone as he's doing the live coverage. So 
Millions of people read these posts. You could get your name thrown into the mix. Use the hashtag over on Twitter, hashtag WZHIAC, and we'll talk to you tomorrow night, guys. Goodbye. Bye.